Welcome to Pass the Bullshit with Crystal Tosh and Amy Hartman, two badass business rebels serving up one steaming pile of bullshit a week so you don't fall face first into it. How was your Thanksgiving? Well, I ate too much and there was lots of people. So, you know, just peopling for a while. I, okay, it was great, but I'm still trying to figure out why I slept for like 14 hours the next day. And I didn't even make anything as we covered on the Thanksgiving podcast. Crystal was not cooking. I was just like, no, no, no. So I went to a family's house and did nothing but show up to eat. And then the next day, I don't know. I was like super tired. Eating is hard work. And also being around that many people, you know, I think it's like overstimulation to the brain. Yeah, I think you're right. It you know, I kind of feel like I'm an extrovert because I always like to talk to people, but then I feel like I always get headaches after I've been in crowds with people and I'm really tired. So I don't know what that's about. Well, I don't either, but I did the opposite of you. There was (laughs) no one except, you know, my little group of people that live in my house. The people you can't get away from. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Those were the only ones. And we did a whole lot of nothing saw no one that Um, actually sounds amazing it was the best (laughs) it was the best but it was so good that we ended up like eating all the food and then there were a few things that people were like oh that's gone and I was like don't worry I'll just make more so the next (gasps) day like more of the sides Amy made food holy shit I (laughs) I mean we or we ordered and had takeout or whatever we ordered in our Thanksgiving food, mm-hmm. but there are a few small things that like my family makes. And so I mm-hmm. had to add those to it, but I had only made small portions. So, because you know, we had, yeah. so I made more the next day so that we could have more because we ended up with like a whole Turkey and there were only like four of us and I don't even eat Turkey. So three people to eat the Turkey. Yeah. Like it was a lot. I don't like Turkey either. You know, like in the Thanksgiving race of protein, I much prefer ham over Turkey. So fight me. In the Thanksgiving (laughs) race for protein, I prefer carbs. (laughs) I mean, I will eat all the sides before I will even care about any kind of protein. But yeah, no, I like ham. We actually did a small ham too, because I only eat ham, not Turkey. So Look, we found out we have something else in common. Look at us. (laughs) We also have in common this today's topic of what does your husband do or what does your spouse do or, you know, what, what, why, why does everybody want to ask that? I know I hear it all the time. And I see a lot of women in our situation to where we're sort of like the, the forefront of our businesses. I'm the CEO of the businesses that we run. And I know a lot of my friends are too, and we're often, and so that puts us in a position to where in our, in my case, I technically make more money than my husband. So technicality, cause we kind of work together and all the money goes into the same account. Right. So it's not really something that we're sitting here going, well, I made oh, X goodness. number of dollars <laughs> and how many did you make? Like, that's not how any of this works, but you know, like from the outside perspective, looking in at what that looks like a lot of people just assume that I, you know, I'm what, what, what must he do? Because yeah. I'm the only one whose face is out there. So they're like, well, what in the world does he do? Does he just like mm-hmm. sit back with his feet up or like what in the heck? First of all, I hate the question. I know because do, I don't think that men get asked what their wives do. 
No. And if a wife is a stay-at-home mom or if she just, you know, whatever job she has, like nobody's sitting there judging it. But Mm -mm. if a a man is a stay-at-home dad, a lot of people (laughs) judge that. Like a lot. Oh, yeah. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. No. House husband is fantastic. (laughs) A house husband is totally great. Like they can do the same things. I think it goes back to this gender role thing. And, um, you know, it's not to say that men don't have value and they don't, you know, do other things, but like, aren't we past everybody's value being their job? Like we're human beings in general, whether, you know, male, female or whatever, why does it matter what we do? What if we didn't, does that make us less valuable? I don't think so. And I think it's really interesting how prying the conversations can get here because I've been asked multiple times by the same people. And over the course of being with my husband for four years, so those of you that don't know, I moved back to Kentucky and married my high school sweetheart. We're like a legit Hallmark story. People are like, well, you know, he he used to work for the union as an operator and now he doesn't. So they're always like, well, what does he do? What does he do? And it's just like, it's none of your business, first of all. And secondly, he does whatever he wants to do. So I don't understand why people just feel the, I don't know. I think it's almost like the no is no. The answer is the answer. Right. If we, if we covered it last week in conversation, you don't have to bring it up this week. Like it's new. Like, well, what is he doing now? The same thing as last weekend. Like it's all the same. And that's not to say that, I mean, your husband makes money. My husband makes money. All of the husbands Mm -hmm. make money. That's not the issue. But the point is, why do you have to ask? Because in asking, it minimizes me. It's like mm-hmm. a friend of mine. She is the the sole breadwinner in her home. And her husband is truly a house husband and a, you know, dad. He's a stay-at-home dad, yeah. which is amazing. Amazing. They have an amazing setup situation. The kids are so well taken care of. He goes to the school and does all, like, it's an amazing thing. And she is really living out the best like the best situation because it's what she loves to do and Mm -hmm. I just I do want to say something about that too like why is it not okay for a woman to love that like people feel sorry for us because our husband isn't taking care of us dude I don't (laughs) want my husband to take care of me that's that's not why I'm in a relationship but anyway I digress we'll come back to that in a minute so she had gone on a on a business trip and came back and on the way back from her business trip took an uber from the airport to her house and when they arrived in front of her brand new, beautiful, gorgeous house, the Uber driver said, oh, this is a nice house. What does your husband do? Ah, <gasps> bitch, I paid for this house. <laughs> right. God, that's pretty presumptuous. But wow, that really speaks to how I think people view women in general and women in business. It's like, we're all just playing. It's like, it's the fucking easy bake oven or something. Like we're just playing house. We're just playing business. We're just over here. And maybe it's because we really haven't come as far as we think because women are statistically underpaid by like 30%. Yeah, I agree. And you know, there's another flip side to this too. And I kind of talked about it a second ago, which is you know, when, when people ask us, what does your husband do? It so minimizes us. But when also when people judge 
your husband for not taking care of you. Right. Whoever said that it had to be that way. And Mm -hmm. when, when men who are in those situations, so there comes a point in a relationship that is like this, where a woman is wanting to grow her career and be the leader and all of that, there, there comes a point and this happened in my marriage. So I can speak to this. There's a point where the way, the balance of how, how it goes, like at one point he was making more and then I was making more. And then like, you know, there's a point where it just becomes like, I now, I now make more and where, where do you fit in? And men, because Mm -hmm. of all of this pressure, they struggle with that. And Mm -hmm. so he really struggled with where's my place. And I'm supposed to be the one who's doing this. And I, you know, I can't quite keep up because every time that I keep up, you're like, you know, and so, yeah, this was a little bit of a tension point and a struggle until the day that I said, whenever you tell me that you're supposed to be doing this, it says, I'm supposed to not be making the money I make. I'm Mm -hmm. not supposed to be in these roles and it minimizes me completely. That was the day that everything changed for him. Yep. And that was a day that it changed within our relationship to where my husband works very hard. He Mm -hmm. is behind the scenes of our business and he is a very integral part of our businesses. He's just not the face that you see on social media. He doesn't enjoy that. He doesn't enjoy that part of it. He doesn't enjoy the marketing. He doesn't like that part. Right. Which means that when I take that CEO role, it automatically puts me in that position of money, but it doesn't necessarily take away from him in any way, shape or form. But no, because you guys are building it together too. your businesses are so it's not like you're out in, you know, outer space creating something without him. I mean, you guys work so well as a team and like these are like your businesses. It's just Mm -hmm. that I feel like your role is, you know, CEO and he just does what needs to be done, you know, like to assist you, not as your assistant, but more as your equal, but Mm -hmm. it's almost like a silent partner. Yeah. And the same thing is true though, of my friends whose husbands are uh, more in the domestic role. So more taking care of kids and household and all of that it's still an integral part of being able to be the woman that you are and go out and do the things you do. Absolutely. Because you can't, whoever said that raising children and all of that shit is like, you just do it on your own without a village is it's full of shit and didn't have more than one kid because it takes more than a couple people. This is why the ultra rich privileged people have au pairs. They literally, I know people in big cities who were stay at home moms, but they had a full-time nanny because it is a circus. So to think that you can be a woman in business and just like not have any domestic help, I think is ludicrous. I just don't think it's ever been, it's never been this way. Like back in the old days, we all had like little towns and, you know, Sally's mom watched Susie and everybody helped each other. And then we got off into our own worlds and, you know, city dwelling and very, I just feel like kind of cut off from each other. And we're all drowning is the truth. Like if you don't have the help, Cause I've been there, especially like our military families and people like that, that don't have a lot of support and they're always moving or raising their kids away from family. It is so exhausting and it's so much work. And I remember going to college and, you know, finishing grad school and having kids at home. And, I, and at the time, a husband who worked and I couldn't work because of all the other things that were going on. So 
you know, it's just, it's so unfair to act like what they do, even if it is more domestic than uh, business related, isn't valuable because the, the wife, the, you know, the business owner, the woman could not make the money that she makes and do what she does without the help. Right. And I think that we sometimes can in our mind, flip it around too, and think if a man was working from home and he had a job and he was working from home and the kids were home, Mm -hmm. he would not be expected to watch the kids and do his job. He would find a daycare, find a nanny, do Mm -hmm. whatever. But if a woman does the same exact thing, works from home, maybe her husband works outside of the home, whatever it is. And there's kids home. If she hires a nanny, she's instantly like, what's wrong with you? Right. You can't do it. It's all this pressure of, you know, be the perfect mom, be the, I say the Pinterest mom and I'm more the Amazon prime mom, but you know, just be all the things all the time. You, you have to be able to manage it. And I don't see men able, like you said, they're not working and caring for children in the home on the same day, you know, like, and expected to just have, you know, paper mache crafts while they do their zoom meetings. No, they're like, here's an iPad or a TV. I've got to go do a meeting, but there's all this pressure and external judgment. Oh, you know, the internet streets are full of trolls. We've covered that before, but people are just mean, like you're doing it wrong. And, uh, you know, I get a lot of questions because I'll be honest, my, my divorce was not pretty and custody situation, things like that. And people are just rude and they just ask way too many questions. And it's like, if I wanted to share this with you and go deep into my family history and what's you know happening, I would share it. Otherwise don't ask and don't judge me and my mothering skills based on, you know, some idea that you have in your head. Yeah. And you know, the reality of that is that Sometimes they're not things that we can tell and they involve other people. They, mm-hmm. And those people may be little today. Mm-hmm. Those little people that we're raising our children may be little today, but they're not going to be little forever. And we sometimes have to protect all of that, you know? So when it comes to things like custody and what does your spouse do, you know, and the yeah. same can be true for, for a man who's, who's working and providing the, you know, a lot of times they get the question, what does your wife do? But it's like, not asked in the same way. Right. Mm-mm. So if, if a man was like, Oh, I'm the CEO of a company. Oh, what does your wife do? She's a, she's a stay at home mom. Yeah. And that would be amazing. Like everybody would be like, Oh, I'm oh, so proud of normal. you. Yeah. You're, you're, I'm you're so, so great happy for you. Mm-hmm. That's so mm-hmm. great. We've got to stop asking about what the other person does, because as much as the other person is our partner in life, we don't have to take our value from what they do. And if you're having a conversation with me, can it just be sufficient that we're talking about me and you, right? right? Like, why yeah. can't it just be this? Why does it also have to extend? Like, you're not asking me what my mom does. You're not asking me what my <laughs> right. dad does, right? Nobody we're not going down me. the family tree of like, and so this one was a doctor and this one's a lawyer and this <laughs> one, you know, and this is blah, blah, blah. And they're on the mission field. I mean, nobody's asking that. They just want to know your spouse. And, you know, I think it's just a societal thing. We've all heard everybody do it. And it just seems like friendly conversation. And I'm not saying it's triggering or anything like that, but I think we just need to think about it, especially for asking women who are business owners and whatever It is so demeaning. I think 
to it pisses me off to be honest because I'm just like why do you care what he does what if I mean if he does nothing but me why does it matter right? <laughs> I love that I think that should be your new thing hey Crystal what does your husband do <laughs> me <laughs> he does me yeah. I, I mean, love it I'm gonna start saying that from now on too I feel like that's a really good answer that shuts people down because they're just like hey well you know, but why do you care if, if it doesn't, if I'm happy, my business is going We you know, we own real estate. We're like doing well. We're happy with our life. Why do you care what he does? Right. Exactly. And this, I do want to say that this is not us standing here in defense of like, oh, our husbands do this or that. This is a common thing. I saw the other day, mm-hmm. a coach that I follow. She's not really a friend, but just somebody who I know of. And I follow her on social media. And she said the same thing. Like, oh, again, someone asked me what my husband does. And so my new answer <laughs> is he works in the businesses that I built from the ground up. Like that, I love this answer. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is just like a common thing. And it's why we're having this conversation because as if, if you as a woman are taking on a leadership role in your job, if you're running your own business, if you are the CEO of the company and you're going to, these questions are going to come up. And I feel like we have to be okay within ourselves to, and, and fully confident within our own selves to say the truth, because that's Mm -hmm. another thing too, is we try to come up with like, a nice way to say something to make the other person comfortable. And and there's a difference. So if I'm having a conversation with you and we're like friends and we've gotten to know each other and we're just like having a friendly conversation, that's one thing. Ask away, ask Mm -hmm. what my husband does. That's fine. But if you're like the Uber driver and you're wondering (laughs) how come I'm driving this, like how come I'm arriving at this house? Maybe my husband got it for me. That's not the right time to ask that. Just don't even ask. Just be like, have a great day. You have a beautiful home, whatever. Like, don't we, we are so insecure with what the question means about us and mm-hmm. the judgment of it. And also our desire to protect our spouse. It is a deep desire within us to, to protect the spouse, to protect the person who, you know, we feel they're judging because we mm-hmm. love this person and the, yep. the way that we've set up our marriages or that we've set up our lives or the relationship, whatever it is, it's our way and we shouldn't have to justify it. But the question comes with so much judgment underneath it that so we feel much. the need to protect ourselves and them. And then we're coming up with excuses. You don't have to have an excuse for being a powerful woman. You don't have mm-hmm. to have an excuse for doing amazing things for your family or for yourself. You don't have right. to have an excuse for being like the devil does not wear Prada. It right. is perfectly okay <laughs> for you to be the one who is in a power position. Right. Well, and I think that honestly, I can see that in the wrong relationship or with men who aren't really secure in themselves, women probably dim their light because I did it in my previous marriage to not outshine their precious spouse who has major deeply, you know, deep rooted insecurity and didn't want a spouse who could do more and be more without them. There is this idea of keeping, I think, women down and in a box and, you know, questioning your self-worth. And so I would never go back to that. I was a stay-at-home mom and I had all the money and security and all the things. I would 
never want to go back to that. Like I would rather be where I am now, which is in control of my future, in control of my life, building businesses, you know, having an equal, someone who doesn't make me feel like I can't be better quote unquote than them or like more out there or whatever. So I think it also goes back to, you know, men and insecurity and stuff. And, you know, uh, and I think women get jealous uh, of of different situations. Women are very judgmental too, I think, because honestly, the questions I get most about my husband are from women. And then they'll say things like, well, I just don't understand what he does. I'm like, what do you mean you don't understand what he does? We have a giant farm and we have commercial real estate and we have all kinds of shit. He does all of that. Plus he helps me with stuff, you know, like Again, why even say things like, well, I don't understand (laughs) just because he doesn't go get up at 6 a.m. and drive somewhere every day and work, you know, like clock in and clock out. It's almost like if if it's anything other than that, they don't understand. So it just becomes this critique. It's because they want them to have a title. I honestly feel like a lot of times people want everyone to have a title. Like, have you ever noticed that? this goes back to all the people who are starting businesses. So when you were first starting your business, you felt the need to create a title for yourself and everybody Mm -hmm. had to have a title because we have to be able to justify to the world. And so we, we, well, and we categorize, I think what, you know, we need to like, okay, so your husband's a doctor. Okay. Yours is a lawyer. Yours is a farmer. Yours is a, or you are this, you are that. Let me put you in this little category. So if they don't have a title, and they're like manager of the household, manager of all the things that you own in your life, right? Your farm mm-hmm. and your multiple real estate and your commercial real estate buildings and all that. Like if suddenly we have to give that a name. And if it doesn't have a name, then you've got to be able to explain it to me in your 30 second elevator pitch. Why? Like, why? I'm, I'm just going to get a loan from you. I'm right. just, like, I thought we were You're friends and having bankers. a conversation. Would you like my tax return and blood type too? Like what? Jesus. I know. Yeah. It's so and- true. Like, oh my God. They just I don't know. These when you really boil it down, it's kind of funny because where we started with this conversation, but when you really boil it down, it's so intrusive and it's so like <laughs> takes up a lot of space for them. And it it doesn't make a lot of sense because I don't care what anybody's spouse or husband or, you know, spouse or friend or dad or whatever does. But I do feel like that is just like normal, you know, conversation over tea is to like go down the list. So what did your dad do? What did your mom do? And blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, why does it matter? I'm here. We're talking about me. Yeah. I think I do think it's a conversation starter. Like somebody needs to take the conversation starter <laughs> box and throw it away. We need new conversation starters because the world has changed a lot. And there are a lot of women who are out there kicking ass and taking names. And we don't need Mm -hmm. to justify that behind the question of what does your spouse do? The other part that comes with that question that at least in my mind comes with that question is, um, is your, is your spouse okay with you doing this? Right? Like, (laughs) Does the, yeah. does that, is that person okay with you being this person in charge? Like, mm, are mm-hmm. they really yeah. a man? 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the thing. I mean, if anybody looks me up or knows me, they know that my husband is basically a cross between Jax Teller and, you know, Bragnar Lothbrook or something like Viking, total bad boy look. And then it's funny because they're like, oh, and you're the one out, you know, in front of everybody and you're the one making the money and he's this super masculine looking guy, which I think people equate to. I, you know, not wanting that, not wanting their wife to outshine them, but actually it's the opposite because my other relationship was not healthy and I wasn't really allowed to do anything great and fun and out there. And then, you know, now we have this thing and it's just, it's just funny because if you see us as a couple, I don't think that people actually think that that's our relationship based on looks. Well, I think you said an important thing too, not being allowed. So in a relationship, there's no allowed or not allowed. Like it shouldn't, that's, that's not how we define what we're, what we do. So in a healthy relationship, we work together. That doesn't Mm -hmm. mean we go out and, you know, when people, when I'm making a decision, for example, about spending money and it's a large amount of money, we discuss it. So when I say to someone, I need to talk to my spouse about it. It's the truth because this is the way that we work together. Right. But that's like a conversation between us. It's not me being allowed to do something or not allowed to do something. And the same thing happens with the job that I choose or whatever. It's not about being allowed. And that's the problem is when we ask these questions, we're saying, does your spouse allow that to be the case? There's nothing for them to allow because I'm not stopping anytime soon. Mm So you either get on board or I don't know what you're going to do, but I'm moving. Like, because this is who I am. This is, I have so much joy in, in being a leader, in working the businesses, in filling this role in our businesses. It gives me so much joy. I'm so proud of the work that I do. I'm so proud to wake up every day and do what I do. And so that question takes so much away from that for me. And of course, I'm not saying that I'm not willing to talk about what he does or that he's not willing to talk about what he does. But I just think that we need to look at how we're phrasing these questions. And I also think we need to look at how we're answering them and how much power we're giving that. So if I'm, if somebody asks me that question and I can instantly feel in my gut feeling like, oh, this is a little triggering for me. I need to work on what my answer is going to be and sort of instantly forgive the other person for not being where they should be in, in life at this point, right. (laughs) For not understanding that women are capable of being leaders and that they don't have to have a spouse to come behind and be the actual leader, right. We don't need them to be the actual one while we're over here playing business. You know, we're over here with our easy bake oven. They're like cooking in the real kitchen. Like we don't, it's not how it works and it's okay. So some of this has to do with us too. And we need to have our own answers. So whatever that is for you, and it could be funny. It could be something funny, like what Crystal (laughs) has instructed us all to start saying, (laughs) or it could be that he works in our businesses. We work the businesses together, or it could be none of your damn business. Like, yeah, whatever your answer is, (laughs) whatever I tell him to do, just say that (laughs) you can be lighthearted about it, or you can be serious about it. I think that the big part of this is, yes, we need to start educating people that women are actually capable of being the breadwinners of the family or the one who makes more money in the family. And it's okay. 
Mm-hmm. I also think it's okay for men to be house husbands or for them to be stay at home dads or whatever the heck they do. I think it's fine. All of it's fine. It's just a matter of how we explain it to people. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree. And you know, we can also set the tone by not asking others. Yes. Like within the first 15 minutes of conversation, what does your spouse do? Just skip that question. Talk about them. Like, where do you guys vacation? Or are you outdoorsy people? You know, like if you want to know questions about a relationship, which still, I don't really think it's any of your business, but if you do, if you're just one of those people, there's other questions to ask. Yes. Get a new box of conversation starters and memorize those. And I, yeah, I do think it comes to, we need no bullshit conversation starters. We We totally should do that. We should, we're going to make table topics for you guys. (laughs) No BS style. So you can add it to the list. Yes. You know, (laughs) But you know what? We should add it to the list and we should actually put a, a list of great conversation starters and answers to the dumb questions inside of the No Bull Club. Yes. Because that is where we're hanging out with all of our noble friends. Mm-hmm. And if you're not a member of the Noble Club, you better get in there. Go to passthebs.com and sign up. It's where we hang out. It's where we put all of our tips and tricks and resources and all the fun things. We include a lot of our workshops over there. So, you know, sometimes they're sold out there in the world, but we'll just give it to our Noble Club members because they're freaking fantastic. <laughs> and it's also once a month we hang out and we do BYOB, bring your own bullshit and your beverage, but mostly your bullshit. <laughs> we do networking like you've never seen. So it's amazing opportunity. So I highly encourage you to come over there. I think we should put some conversation starters and some answers to the dumb questions over there so that our noble club members can, you know, take the lead on right. how we're Set going the to standard. Start- yes. The gold standard of networking. <laughs> Yes, the gold standard of networking, because that's really what it is. It's a networking group. It's a it's a whole group of professionals who are networking with one another. We don't judge you over there if you if you're the house husband or housewife or whatever you want to do or the business owner. We just want to have you in Noble Club so you can share your bullshit and hear that it's bullshit and be affirmed that you are in fact an amazing human being and you don't have to, you know be next, be pigeonholed into society's little BS box. (laughs) There you go. Yes, exactly. So go to passthebs.com and you will see the information there on how to join and it's instant. So once you've joined, you're in and you come join us in our amazing group. And we also have a portal of resources for you. So hop on in there and let's, you know, stop the BS one conversation at a time. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Pass the Bullshit with Crystal Tosh and Amy Hartman. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.